0: what's good everybody robin e here back on a brand new episode of pillow talk as always appreciate y'all for tuning in with me on this episode and all of my episodes make sure you are subscribed to pillow talk and that you are following me on facebook as well pillow talk Podcast in my IG, e ninety three. Still taking interviews on. Do have some more interviews planned and lined up now that I am back in business. So make sure that you guys tune in. Y'all been getting on me about the YouTube. Like I said, I'm 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 a I'm a hat at. I'm a hat at for y'all. Right now, I'm giving y'all two episodes back to back. Okay, this is a double feature. So don't ever say that I didn't do shit for y'all. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm going to say a name and I want y'all, I want to know. I want to know what comes to your mind. Charlie Baltimore. Oh, shit. Okay. A throwback. A whole throwback rapper. Okay. The rap game for females ain't what it used to be and there was a time actually where there was a, an abundance of female rappers and charlie baltimore was actually a promising rapper that never got a chance to get her shine on but thinking about charlie baltimore made me think about all the other female rappers and how different the whole depiction of female rap is the queen of rap nowadays i feel like it's 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 been distorted and people are so quick to pinpoint no shade no shade but to me queen of rap is not Nicki Minaj and as of right now I don't know if it will ever be anybody else other than who it really is who's the queen of rap to y'all keep listening new episode dropping right now y'all already know the current state of the rap game is is shambles 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 no i wouldn't say shambles but it's definitely not what it used to be rap has transcended to a place of money over talent at this point so people are selling their souls for for a lot of shit right now but really what's devastating is the presence of the female in the rap game and how different it you know, it is now to be a female rapper and what it actually means to be a female rapper, aside from a, you know, singer, artist, a rapper to actually be able to call yourself that. The rap game ain't what it used to be, okay? And I feel like it's only important that right now we take a moment to reflect on why some of y'all favorite uh uh-huh, female rappers ain't really about what they about, okay? no no shade being thrown at all it ain't really that I just think that we need to pay tribute to those that have paved the way for a lot of our female rappers now and maybe we need to start paying attention to other female rappers maybe we need to go back and realize what it meant to be a female rapper either way it go I wanted to make sure that I highlighted some prominent female rappers for me and maybe to you know put a little fire into some more female rappers that are not getting the exposure that they need or feeling like they're not good enough I would love to see um like a female cypher maybe I need to work on doing that huh that would be cool but I would love to see a Chicago female you know rapper cypher like just female rappers going crazy going at it really spitting bar for bar and kind of bringing back the essence of what it meant to be a female rapper there was a point in time when there was actually an abundance of female rappers where there was actually multiple female rappers that you fucked with heavy that had the bars the looks the mode of the influence that really paved the way and then we go through a very long stretch of no influence no prominent voice where everybody's kind of forced to just take what's given or what's left and that's what I mean when I say your favorite rapper that's what I'm talking about so female rappers never had it easy obviously it's always been a very difficult process for a woman in america period but i think trying to make your prominence in the female rap game has always been a trouble it's always been hard female rappers are mistaken as weak a lot of the times um They can't rap, only rap about pussy, using their body to compensate for lack of talent. And some of them actually be really good, but men just refuse to acknowledge that they're good, that they're better than them or better than the niggas or whatever the case may be. You know what sometimes I hate being a woman I'm not gonna lie to you because there's always a barrier for us there's always another mountain that we got to climb there's always another border that we have to cross it's never easy peasy lemon squeezy for us you know what I'm saying and the rap game which is male dominated never once clarified that no bitches couldn't come never once said no bitches allowed which allowed us to put our foot in the door and now that we've been in the door and we have I've been in the door for a minute. There's still so much lack of support and, um, you know, consideration when it comes to a woman that proclaims herself as a rapper. Like, get your motherfucking life, okay? Now, I ain't gonna stunt. Some female rappers can't rap. No shade. I uh, and, and it ain't like you just suck, suck, but you're trying to be something that you're really not. So don't do that. Only rap about pussy. Now, you already know how I feel about that. I, I, I didn't spoke on that a lot already. Using their body to compensate for lack of talent now why i'm getting real shady i just think that sex sells which we all know and if you got it you're gonna flaunt it to make your money you willing to sell, sell a little bit more of your soul for the dollar to compensate for your lack of talent Just saying. And then there's that again that handful that really is about some shit. That really been about some shit since they came out. That's always gonna be about some shit. And niggas just can't can't get with it. Can't get right, don't wanna get right. Just wanna get left. Okay. I wanna go down the timeline. But I wanna talk about which timeline for me or which time period for me was most prominent for the rap game. The 90s ladies of rap changed the game though, most definitely. That for me in my eyes was a prominent time that really showcased the diversity of a black artist, black rapper, black woman in that or all those things included. It really was able to highlight the variety that was given. And you were able to see different variations of what it meant to be a woman rapper during that time, a black woman rapper at that time. It wasn't no white woman rappers. I ain't even going, you know what I'm saying? I'm, influencing you know I'm enunciating on the black but let's just be honest about it okay we haven't really had any white black uh white uh, female rappers that are prominent except for Iggy ass and some other white bitches but I'll get to that later so for the most prominent part of the rap game when you're talking about women it is a predominantly black thing and I think that us being black gives us kind of a street cred to be able to rap because we too have dealt with trauma and for some reason when people think about rap music they think about guns and violence that's the first thing that comes to your mind and a big part or big repercussion of guns and violence is what trauma okay so that's kind of like some unspoken badge of verification that allows black women to be able to rap. So we black, we're able to get into the door, but because we're still women, you don't want to take the time to acknowledge our talent or you don't want to take the time to listen to what it is that we're rapping about. It just becomes, you know what I'm saying, nothing. Um, In the 90s, though, like I said, you were able to see more of a variety of black women rapping and, and it wasn't all about pussy popping. It was really at a time where we needed to encourage each other and inspire each other we've got you know Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, Queen Latifah you know Left Eye uh just to name a few and it wasn't you know what I'm saying the thing to be overly zealous sexual without having the lyrics to match it you know what I'm saying now I ain't Lil Kim ain't like she no saint Period. Obviously, Lil Kim is all about that sexy life, but she had her moments when she is all about her fuck niggas, get money. Like, stop playing with me. You know what I'm saying? She was able to create a tough persona about herself that let you know she wasn't no stupid bitch. Despite her persona or her outer, uh, I'm sorry. Despite her appearance, she wasn't no dumb motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But you talked about sex. You talked about unity. You talked about being a woman, being a strong woman you talked about how niggas ain't shit talked about how men are amazing i mean there was just more variety in the type of things we chose to talk about versus always circling back to pussy and our body what have you man the 90s ladies gave us courage to say shit you know we've been thinking to dress the way we've been feeling and to make music we already know is missing my favorite rapper get to that at the end I just want to go down a timeline just to name a few of the female rappers that I think are prominent in the historical influences of black women in rap. And it's important for us to remember those that crawled and walked before us. Real shit. Real shit. We can't just sit up here and pay homage and praise all of these new bitches without giving due to those that came before us. It's only right. And there is actually a realistic history of black women rappers you know what I'm saying this isn't something that happened in the last 20 years this is something that's been happening since rap has been happening starting off the timeline it's only right that I mentioned Roxanne Shantae. okay Roxanne Roxanne now y'all probably seen that on Netflix the movie Roxanne Roxanne on Netflix that's actually real based off of a real prominent black um woman who was the first um female rapper to have a hit single so she was the first female rapper to have a number one hit single she's famously known for her song Roxanne's Revenge that came out in 1984 so we're talking about the 80s right now the 80s is when we first got a taste of the female tongue on the mic and we fell in love ever since her story is actually really, really tragic, and if you've never seen her show, uh, her movie on Netflix, I would highly recommend that you see it. Not only does it tell the trials and tribulations of her being a female rapper, but it just talks about the trials and tribulations of being a black woman in poverty, a young mother having to struggle to maintain your life, having to struggle to make ends meet, to survive. I always love seeing the underdog overcome situations because it's like, you deserve this shit. You deserve better. Roxanne has an amazing story and she really made an impact on the rap game early on in the rap game. So shout out to Boo. Shout out to Big Boo next up we got mc light so she came out in 1988 her debut album light as a rock now if y'all seen love and basketball y'all remember when monica was playing in the high school game when she was when they after they had kissed and she beat his ass when they was little kids because she whooped his ass i don't care what nobody say and then she was getting ready y'all remember that song yeah mc light but mc light has like that memorable voice i guarantee if you hear her voice and you didn't know that was mc light you're gonna be like shit that's her Like, she got one of those MC voices, period. She ended up getting a lot of gigs later on in her career doing voiceovers. But she was a very prominent female rapper. My Uncle Patrick loved NC Lights. He would always play in her tapes and cassettes. So, I love her. Beautiful, brown, dark-skinned woman. She always had a tough exterior about her. I always love women that, you know, dress kind of boyish and just have beautiful faces you know what i'm saying she just has a really really beautiful face but she's always remained you know true to herself and she was a very big trendsetter in her time as well next up we got salt and pepper because it's only right okay 1985 they busted on the scene it's only right um and then they were the first female rap group okay so now we're getting into the first female rap group now this is important because this did set the foundation for female r&b groups let's just keep it 100 and the reason it is the foundation is because it incorporated that one female rapper and the one main singer and then just i don't know the third person the backup singer i don't know how you want to call that but um salt and pepper and spinderella uh really gave that platform for a female group and what it meant to be a female group in the music industry now y'all already know push it push it real good push it was that shit you already know that was that shit i actually love uh shoop that was a song that came out in the 90s i love them I also love Salt and Pepper because they again were speaking on sex and they were being sexually liberated women and they weren't making it trashy to talk about sex because hello, who the fuck is y'all niggas doing it with? I mean y'all could do it with niggas too, but nine times out of ten we the ones you doing it with anyway. So it's only right that you would be able to let us elaborate on our sexual experiences and what it is that we want. Okay, yes. Next up, we got Queen Latifah, 1989. She debuted on the scene. Um, her album, debut album, All Hail the Queen, was an amazing album. And her anthem, Ladies First. I don't know how many times I've heard Ladies First, like numerous times over and over again. But that was that heat. That's that, ooh, Ladies First, Ladies First. And of course, the unity. U-N-I-T-Y. You and one as a unity. Okay? Because stop! Y'all better stop playing with Queen Latifah. Now, she is an amazing, iconic female rapper because she has transcended to a whole another level of stardom. You know, Queen Latifah is a superstar. She's a superstar at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, people know her now more for her movies than, like, some of her music and shit. You know what I'm saying? But she transcended from just a female rapper that was able to... You know, push womanhood, push girl power, push unity, push black unity, make women comfortable speaking and and, and being dominant in their purpose and stretched it in to doing her makeup where she did her uh, line for CoverGirl, starring in a gazillion movies, being a living single, producing, writing, really expanding what it is to be an iconic star. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my fucking God, (laughs) Like, I love her. She's she's awesome. So, Queen Tifa, shout out to her for that. Because she definitely paved the way for a lot of female rappers to expand. To not even just be a artist, let alone, but to be a mogul. You know, a business mogul. Then we got Yo-Yo. We get into the 90s. She came out in 91. Her debut album, Motherlode, was released in 91. And she was a prodigy with Ice Cube. So, she had the clout. She had the glow from day one. Um, I don't really know why yo-yo fell off like that I didn't really take a lot of time to research I ain't gonna lie to you but I do remember you know you can't play with my yo-yo which was her really only hit that she ever put out that she was ever known for this is just another example I think of you know poor management poor exposure people that are not really interested in pushing you to your fullest potential not thinking that you're able to reach your fullest potential or you're able to really be a superstar and they kind of just you know give up on you she probably could have really been a lot more prominent but we're not gonna we're not gonna count her out because her contributions still matter nonetheless then we have lady of rage ninety four. Now, see, I don't know if y'all know about Lady Lady and Rage. Now, nah. she was kind of low low key a little bit, but she was prominent as well. So she was actually the first woman that was signed to Death Row. All right, first woman signed to Death Row. Period. Period. <laughs> uh, her hit song was Afro Puffs. That's that. uh I, uh, I rock rough and stuff with my Afro puffs. Say hey, rock on with your bad self. Y'all know. Y'all know by myself it's me i'm alone no one else just me okay well she's still prominent nonetheless period because she was she was sign on death row she was really about her shit fun fact her real name is robin yvette allen okay robin yvette allen we actually have the same spelling of her first and middle name well her middle name is with the y i'm sorry but robin yvette like what the fuck And that's crazy now I'm going to tell y'all where y'all know Lady of Rage from. She played Baby D in Next Friday. Boom. Boom. Shorty was actually an artist. She was actually an artist, okay? So I I know y'all know her as Baby D, but Shorty actually was checking the bags from back before. And she was actually a prominent artist uh, (laughs) in the rap game. She had her own style to her and she was tough, clearly clearly so one thing I like right now in the 90s right now in this era of music of rap is how we get to see this tough uh exterior of a female rapper so now we've transcended from you know being super sexual and wanting to be kind of noticed to being a little more sexual but more hardcore to now being hardcore to where we're being acknowledged by men and not even using the sex appeal at this point you know what I'm saying 1994 we got the brat that came out and we already know that the brat been gay since forever but I watched um her debut video Funkified, and she was so pretty on that video like her makeup was so fucking fire okay and i'm just looking at her scalp like your scalp is nice and moisturized your twisties look like they real juicy like you got some little womanly antics about you but she was dressed like a nigga the whole video you know what i'm saying a straight nigga so i I love that we were able to take away from what it is to be appealing to the audience and really take time to hone in on the craft that is you the brat is an amazing rapper you know what i'm saying she's an amazing artist and she really did have natural raw talent i think jermaine dupree you know shout out to her she was signing so, so Deaf. jermaine dupree found her um she was like 20 years old like 19 20 years old she was young as hell and she had already found herself you know what i'm saying the brat always been like that if anybody saw the brat later in the years like in 2014 or some shit like that she's been like that since she came out bro just a nigga with a beat-ass face <laughs> but I love that that authenticness I think that's not a word I love her being authentic like that you know what I'm saying because you really were able to hone in on her talent now we didn't have your physique to be distracted by. Now we can just hone in on you and what the fuck you saying. And she was able to really flow. You know what I'm saying? She was able to really flow and get her shit off. But yeah, I love the Brad. Funk is definitely a banger. You know, she crawled. She crawled so young Ma could walk. <laughs> Period. And of course, next up, we got Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Debut album, Hardcore. Lil Kim came out in 96 and brought us fuck niggas, get money vibes. Hard, hard. Lil Kim is the side chick that made it. Let's just put it out there. She was able to get on and check a bag and make a brand for herself off of being a side chick. And that's the basis of her getting in the game. I ain't shitting on Lil Kim though. I love Lil Kim. She's a pioneer. She is why Nicki Minaj is here. Let's just put that out there wholeheartedly. There wouldn't be no Nicki Minaj if it wasn't for no little Kim. But the way that she kind of fell off over the years, I think is really, really disappointing. But longevity, stamina, um, appeal... Lil Kim was a sex icon. Aside from her music, she was a sex icon, a sex kitten. You know, motherfuckers was in love with this bitch. I remember seeing her posters for hardcore and and um that other poster of her looking a sucker with her sitting in the with her legs crouching, a pussy all out. I remember seeing that poster hung up in niggas houses everywhere. I'm pretty sure that, that poster hung up somewhere next Friday or some shit like that. Like she was probably the sexiest female rapper ever at that time that had ever graced the female rap stage I feel like I can say that we're talking about 1996 right now I've named all these people that have come out at that time Lil Kim had it she was the baddest the bad test. okay clearly clearly but time goes on things happen but we, you know we ain't gonna get to all that now what's crazy is that next up Foxy Brown came out the same year that Lil Kim did I didn't know that her debut album, Ill Na Na, okay? It was released off Def Jam. So shout out to her for being on Def Jam, one of the earliest female artists that was on there as well. A Chocolate Barbie. I love Foxy Brown. And I love Foxy Brown because she was real chocolate. She never did too much. She never had to. And she had a nice kind of sensual, raspy kind of voice. I feel like, well, my voice ain't raspy, I wouldn't say. But it's a little deeper than other bitches (laughs) and i feel like that's how foxy brown voices she got a you know deeper voice and the way she was just flowing and she just had that bitch what huh bitch what like stop playing with me that ill nana was fire fire i'm happy that Foxy Brown didn't get necessarily overshadowed by Lil' Kim. I think she did have her own appeal and style to her so she was able to create her own persona. But Lil' Kim, you know, took off and that's just what it was. So right now, we in 96. Okay? And already in the 90s, we've had one, two, three, four. We've had like 4 or 5 female rappers, artists that have came out already before 96, uh, before 97. So, during this time you're able to get a nice variety of a black rap a female rapper you know what i'm saying you're able to get a nice dosage of the hardcore the sensual you know what I'm saying the hardcore and the sensual or you know just a, a motherfucker that sound good you know what I'm saying a motherfucker you just like listening to you know that got bars now we have variety now we are able to see what being a female rapper really is about and i feel like this really pushed female rappers at that time to be iconic and to kind of bring bring that shit you know so that they weren't subjected to just being a part of the clan you know what I'm saying they weren't subjected to just being uh wash away they really had to bring that shit and really put their stake into being a rapper and i loved to be able to again pick and choose who it is i wanted to listen to not feeling like everybody's saying the same shit you know what i'm saying everybody got something different that they touching on. now no i'm just kidding 97 we got missy motherfucking elliot misdemeanor debut album super duper fly fire all right and missy Elliott is iconic because she's a rapper she's a singer she's a producer composer god damn it she know how to do the whole thing visionary fuck you mean costume designer she she got it all down packed missy elliot is a true influential iconic artist and she really brought her own everything to every and anything that she did now i mentioned on a, um i think i mentioned another episode about missy elliot or whatever real briefly about that but again she was able to push boundaries and talk about sensual things because she's a woman and as a woman these are the type of things that we feel too why should we be ashamed to talk about how our pussy feel how you make our pussy feel how we want you to make our pussy feel (laughs) maybe you don't know how to make the pussy feel the way we need it to feel so let me show you in song and she was able to give us visions okay visuals Missy Elliott is the queen of music videos, Busta Rhymes was the king. She's the queen, period. And I love that stretch of creativity that Missy Elliott gave. Now we get into what is talent. What What really makes you a star? What really sets you aside from the brat? From Lil' Kim, from Foxy Brown, from Lady of Rage, from Yo-Yo, huh, from Queen and Tifa, from salt and Pepper from MC Light. You know what I'm saying? What sets you aside now that you have stepped into this realm of female rap? What sets you aside from those that have come before you? And Missy Elliott created a platform that still to this day, no other bitch has been able to touch. Okay? Period. Not to mention, she worked with the beautiful and iconic R.I.P. Aaliyah. Like, fuck is you saying? Okay? <laughs> fuck are you saying? Missy Elliott has worked with so many artists. She's created so much influential pieces of music and she's somebody of substance somebody of iconic substance again someone you can listen to from 10 20 years from now and be like that's that shit that's that shit it's really hella songs that i love from her but my favorite song is pussycat I'm trying to tell y'all if y'all never heard of it go play it go play it i had to put my boo on that today he wasn't ready okay he wasn't ready and then we got and man take away <laughs> All the fire, all the fire, but I love her. I love her. Next up, we in 1999. We got E D E. Who's that girl? Na, 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 na. Okay, I take that off. But people forget that Eve was a damn rapper before she became um, a talk show host or whatever, a co star, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know why Eve's on there yeah i'm hating a little bit because whatever but she was an artist she was a rapper and i actually loved eve i loved her she was actually probably my favorite female rapper at that time during this time period a little after 2000 because obviously i was a little younger but she was probably my favorite at that time her first album uh debuted album let there be eve was a fire ass album black women with platinum hair okay bam that in itself right there fire um first and only lady of Rough Ride Durs, which was DMX's group um and his label so she was able to give us that sexy and that raw like Eve was fine as shit okay she was fine as shit and she wasn't busty she wasn't shaking her ass twerking her ass everywhere she was just naturally sexy as fuck and she could actually spit and she had that type of voice that made you feel like oh you serious oh you for real you serious with that you, you serious with that shit I love Eve I love Evie Eve when she came out she had that flair and she did um you know she had a big crossover appeal that a lot of female rappers weren't thinking about at that time aside from Missy Elliott I think and that's really what pushed Eve to become a superstar you know she did um blow your mind with Gwen Stefani which took her to the max. I believe they won a Grammy for that shit. Um, but I love what you want, love is blind. She just had a lot of bangers during that time. So shout out to Eve. Now she rich as fuck and on talk shows and she weaved down. So we don't get to see the the platinum blonde no more. But we remember in the pink. We remember there was a time. There was a time now we in 2000s we in a we in a new realm now we in a new realm we in a new mind state of the female rap game what it means to be a female what it is that we won't females and I feel like that's important as well when you're an artist at that time because you are being a reflection of that sex at that time too and the type of things they deal with we got 2000 we got Trina the baddest <laughs> 2000 is when trina stepped on the scene and her debut album the baddest bitch turns the streets don't fuck up trina you know trina really gave us the the bad bitch mentality period the baddest bitch baddest bitch she really set the format for this whole dynamic now that is <coughs> making <Maggie> a <and> stallion <coughs> cardi b <coughs> Nicki Minaj. and i feel like she really um paved the way for being super vulgar and sexual and still being able to be taken serious as an artist, okay? She um, was another only lady to a predominantly male music industry um, and music company. She was signed to Slip and Slide Records, which was Trick Daddy's record. And they pushed Trina to the fullest extent. And I feel like Trina really had a great support system and she had a great team behind her back when she came on the scene from the moment that she jumped on in 2000 to maybe this last couple years she's been on the scene you know what i'm saying she's been prominent as far as longevity of female rappers that are actually touring that are doing appearances that are being featured on things you know what i'm saying she has longevity appeal that she's been able to create in this foundation and trina been around for a long ass time you know it's 2020 fuck it's 20 years in the game 20 motherfucking years in the game. I ain't had no business singing seeing no Trina as young as I was. Period. <laughs> Fave song, Killing You Hoes," Bone Sex, Hot Commodity, Look Back At Me. What? What? Back at you for what? I'm trying to concentrate on busting me a what? Okay, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Now we got uh Charlie Baltimore. She actually came out in ninety nine, so that's my fault. I skipped her. I didn't even see her right there. Um, she came out in ninety nine and her debut album, Cold As Ice. I never even knew that she had a debut album. I only briefly remember Charlie Baltimore off of um the feature she did with Ja Rule, and just kind of seeing her pop up and stuff. So I did a little digging because I just needed to know more about Charlie Baltimore. I was interested. And apparently she was fucking Biggie right before he died too, which I didn't know. So that left her kind of with her dick in the dirt, quote unquote, because now all the attention really was on Lil' Kim as far as artists. She had, well, Lil' Kim has secured her a deal, you know, um, anyway, through that whole situation separate but this left her kind of with her hands full you know of shit she wasn't able to make a real career because right when things were starting off the nigga that was putting her on died so that's really why charlie baltimore never got on like that people weren't fucking with her because she was fucking on biggie she wasn't getting no love no support and wasn't really able to grow as an artist but i think that she could have made a nice impact and it's only right that we mention her because she was someone that was able to come out during a time where there was a lot of female rappers in the game and when you had to make yourself separate she was able to stand out now we got Emile she also came out in 2000 Emile is a fire ass she's fire as fuck fire ass rapper and she had a very 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 brief career by choice she didn't want to even be a rapper talk about somebody that's just born with talent but she came out in 2000 her debut album all money is legal was fire she was a jay-z protege so jay-z actually discovered her and put her in the game put her in the game put her in the game so she was featured on a lot of his stuff and that prompted her to you know get her own career and try to get things popping off the ground she's on jiggas um Jigga what? Jigga who? Can I get her? So all of these things or all of these features really amped up people to kind of see what she could really be. But, again, this is somebody that just didn't even want to fuck with the rap game. She just felt like it wasn't really her shit. And she said in an interview as well, um, in her Vibe Magazine interview, that Jay-Z stopped talking to her after she kind of just fell back from the rap game, after she kind of just fell off the scene. Like, they never really talked about anything. He blocked her, and that was just the end of it. Talk about salty. Talk about salty. So, 2000, all right? 2000, Emil was the last female rapper of prominence that busts onto the scene. Very, very briefly. We don't get another female artist of substance, of rap substance, in my opinion, until 2007. When who came out? Nicki Minaj. Okay? First mixtape, playtime is over. Really put Nicki Minaj on the map. And, of course, y'all know Beaming Up Scotty, um, her Gucci Mane slumber Party verse, all these other. Um, songs and mixtapes that she put out that really built up the prominence so i'm not gonna bash nikki because you know what nikki brought the rap game back for female rappers this is 2007 when nikki came out so from the 1990 shit i'm sorry from 1984 all the way into 2000 we were having female rappers come out prominently every year every or every couple years prominently We were having female rappers come out. And this is just my personal list that I've constructed of of female rappers that actually made prominence to me that actually are worth mentioning on the list. And it took us seven years before another female rapper was able to come on the scene and make female rapping serious again. Nicki Minaj did that. And I will gladly give her the crown in that sense. You revive the game. If we're talking about female rappers that revive the rap game for female rappers, it definitely is Nicki Minaj. And she was able to create a whole new lane, a whole new world for women, for younger women, too, uh, younger kids, too. And for what it meant to be an icon, what it meant to be a real life star and she transcended herself as well from just being a female artist to being you know a worldwide star she's a star she's a superstar you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna give her that I'm gonna give her that I'm gonna give her that so since 2007 I haven't liked any other female rappers and I don't think that there's been any other female rappers since 2007 that have really made iconic impressions on the rap game I don't know the future of Meg Thee Stallion Um, I hope that she's able to transcend from the realm that she's in right now she's been able to reach some milestones I think that were great for her personally and, and maybe for her whole persona but for me she hasn't done anything iconic she hasn't done anything that's put her up to a bar of being an iconic female rapper so i'm waiting for that wow moment um same thing with cardi b i don't know if that's something that's even in cardi b to be honest with you she doesn't seem like um the type of artist that would really take the time to create something of substance i'm sorry I- i'm just being honest So. 2007 is the last time for me I felt connected to the female rap game like I mentioned before what's crazy is that there aren't any white female rappers in this timeline there's none not one of any other race for that for that matter that's made a prominent impact on the rap game and I feel like that in itself is a big you know hell no because you white (laughs) Is that fucked up? Is that fucked up? There is, though, an automatic stigma for white rappers, female or male. That's just the way it should go. Vanilla Ice. Hello. So if you are somebody of another race and you're choosing to rap, you do have to be cautious and know that there's already going to be a bigger negative support than a positive one for you. Um, Yeah, like I said, I don't think there isn't a non-black artist out there that really is able to emerge authentically without trying to be black or really trying to appeal to the black audience so is it really more so of a black women's game i would say yeah it is though when you think about prominent white artists and this is only a recent time we're talking about now. That's just because of the world that we live in. We're able to expand a little more now, be a little more open minded about what it is we want to do. We do have Iggy Azalea, who's trash. She doesn't even write her own shit. Uh Doja Cat. I, I do like Doja Cat but she's kind of been on my shit list with some shit that's been coming up about her. Krayshawn who I never listened to, V Nasty never listened to Lil Debbie, never listened to. Chanel West Coast, I don't even know why she is a rapper. Uh, Keisha so it's like you know what I'm saying um I'm sorry to say it I, I don't know uh a white and or other race female rapper that's of prominence of substance that's worth that notion <laughs> it's fucked up it's fucked up it's fucked up I don't think that they've been successful enough Lil Debbie actually has a following apparently which I I, I was un, unsure of Um, And I guess be nasty. But you tell me when you think about a female rapper, the first thing that comes to your mind is, is a black woman. And is it wrong for you to have an automatic negative stereotype when you see a white female rapper? No, it's not. When you look down the history of timeline, it's only right to feel that way. Doesn't mean that you can't be open. You know what I'm saying? You should still hear them out. But I do believe that the female rap game is a black girl's game. There's always going to be a moment where someone of the other race is is rapping about something and someone's going to feel offended thinking that you're trying to offend the black people or you're trying to do the blackface when you're really not, though. Crazy. So I really hope now that we get into this next. I don't know new mini decade can we say anything now that's gonna be 2021 there's not like that's not a new millennium right no okay now that we're getting into another year which provides new possibilities of music I want to see more prominent black artists, black female rappers talk about substance. I would love for Nicki Minaj to really get back on her old shit, to really get back on her gritty, grimy, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But she's been commercialized to the highest T and that shows in the music that she portrays as well. My favorite female rapper to this day is Missy Elliott. OK, I used to love Trina. It's definitely was Trina and Missy Elliott simultaneously, but it's definitely Missy Elliott. hundred and. 50,000 percent to me she was always embody what it is to be a female rapper so that is my timeline of black prominent female rappers and a little bit of history for that ass if you didn't know if there are some female rappers or if you are a female rapper and you want to get some exposure you just want to get your shit out there please let me know I would love to hear it I would love to see more prominent female rappers that really speak in their shit that's really about some shit you know what I'm saying because let's be honest all bitches don't got no wet ass pussy Thank y'all so much for tuning in with me, baby. Peace out.